Welcome to the China Flexpad podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Arno. I'm very glad to be here. I've been five years in China, and today I'm going to talk to you about、uh, social media marketing in China, and especially WeChat. Hello, Arno. It's so nice to have you here on the show. So, why did you choose to go to China to start your career? That's a that's a very good question, Francis. To to be honest, for both personal and pragmatic reasons. First, for personal reasons, simply because I love the country, its people, its culture, its its food, and and I felt comfortable living here. And、uh, but also for pragmatic reasons, China and Shanghai, more specifically, is a dream destination for everyone willing to start a career. In my opinion. If you work hard, you can quickly professionally grow. For example, I started as a copywriter, and in just three years, I moved to be an account manager, and now I'm a marketing manager for an international insurance broker based in Shanghai. That sounds very professional. So, why did you have this idea to go into marketing and social media?、Uh, to be to be honest, it it came it came a bit out of nowhere. I graduated from. A, A double master degree in France from political science and Asian study. So how do I came to marketing? I, I around this time I was a copywriter for a French newspaper, and it was my blog's post that helped me join a first、uh, online marketing agency in September 2017. So it was only three months after I graduate. How did you learn WeChat marketing? I learned almost、uh, everything about、uh, WeChat marketing from an online、uh, marketing agency named、uh, France Elysee. It's, it's a French agency based in Shanghai.、Um, it was founded by two young French、uh, entrepreneurs. They started this company in 2015. It was first、uh, a blog about French culture、uh, on WeChat. And then they extended their activities and services to do、uh, online marketing on WeChat. And、um, not a long time ago, they joined a tech、uh, agency named Media Asia,、uh, and they are now working together under this name. If you have the opportunity, just go check out、uh, what they are doing. They are very, very good in terms of of marketing and and WeChat. Yeah, we're gonna li- link them in the show notes for sure. So, what would you say? What's the main difference between China and France regarding social media marketing? This is a good question.、Um, To me, there are several differences. In fact, as a general trend, I would say that social media ecosystem in China is much, much more dynamic. With new social media, highly specialized, coming out almost every month, or even existing social media, just like WeChat, Douyin, or Xiaohongshu, they they are adding new features on a regular basis. So it's it's a very dynamic、uh, ecosystem. Um, I would also add three main differences. The first one is the, ri- the rise of social commerce in China, with、uh, e-commerce becoming social, more like an entertainment, which is very different from what we see in France and other Western countries.、Uh, second difference is, is that also the apparition of a super app like WeChat or Matron, which is like you you integrate. All kinds of services in just one application, instead of just have ten different、uh, applications with providing each one of them one service. The third one,、uh, I think, is the the trend of short video.、Um, it's booming. It's it's very trendy, and it originated from Douyin, which is a a Chinese social media. 
And this trend, you can see clearly how now it is expanded to all the social media used in China or in France and other Western countries. Yes, it's TikTok and well known in the US, right? So a big, big issue. And uh, I would really like to pick your brains one more for maybe one minute. Please tell me once more, if you don't want to work with WeChat for social media marketing in China, WeChat, everybody knows, right? But what else would you recommend? Mm, in terms of, um, of platform, it depends on many things. It always comes down to three things, uh, I think. You, your product and what is your product and your brand message. I mean, if you, for example, you are a, a trendy and a fashion brand, you would, like to, you would need to go on Douyin, for example, but also Xiaongshu. Uh, red, uh, as we call it in English. It also depends on your budget because some social media are more expensive than others. And then finally, it, it depends on your audience. If you are targeting young, educated millennials in first-tier cities in, in China, then yeah, Douyin is definitely a good choice for you. Uh, Weibo as well. Um, so it always depend on um, those three factors, your product, your brand message, your budget, and then your audience, your target audience. And your target audience, they are Chinese, they speak Chinese. So what did you learn from your Chinese team? What did I learn from my uh, Chinese team? I think in one word, I would say uh, respect. You know, the concept of maintaining face is very important to me in a, in a Chinese working environment. That's what I learned the most from a Chinese team. When you're managing a Chinese team, it requires a lot of subtlety and respect. You can't run over people in the open space in front of everyone. Also, you can't explode out of rage, you know, burst uh, in front of everyone. You, you can't do that. You need to be firm and strong. Sure, that is sometimes what is expected from you, from, from, from your Chinese employees, but they also expect from you respect to not humiliate them in front of everyone and to, to, to show some restraint. That's key if you want to collaborate with Chinese people, I think. But I guess you need them, right? If you want to do social media for Chinese customers, you need your Chinese team, right? Correct, yes. So if you were a French company and you want to run social media campaigns in China, what would you do? French companies have a huge advantage in China. I think France is extremely popular among Chinese people. Chinese people, they really love France, French people, what is coming from France, you know, the food, the perfume, the, the, the bags. Uh, I mean, they love everything. And maybe France is one of the, the Western country they identify the best, in fact, you know, the history, the culture, the food, but also the love for life. I mean, Chinese people, they, they, they love life and, and French people as well. So for a French company trying to run a social media marketing campaigns in, in China, I would recommend insisting on such aspects, you know, culture, history, uh, artists, and, and so on, and try to link that back to China and Chinese people interest. But for any company, not only French company, my advice would be, I mean, to, to, to run a successful marketing campaign you the key to success it, it's always the same it's creativity uh, first then it's an excellent understanding of your target audience of, Ch of chinese people for example and and third it's to link it back 
always to, to popular trends among Chinese consumers. For example, the country in itself have become something quite trendy for people. They are, Chinese people, they're proud of their country. They love their country. If you show that in, in, in the marketing campaign with brilliance, with creativity, I mean, that's the key to, to success. You just look at brands like uh, By Trading, Peshwan or, or Leaning, they perfectly understood that. They, they do that very well. J'aime beaucoup les filles françaises. That's about all I can do in uh, French. But I can absolutely follow what you said about um, that the Chinese love the French. It's about similar with the Germans, but I guess for Germans, they love the cars and, you know, the machines and mm. the Pünktlichkeit, you know, be on time. Yes. So it's, uh, it's a bit other topics, but still very important. So I really like that you went into the kind of the arts and the perfumes. You're absolutely right. So could Chinese staff do all this on their own? Would you say a Chinese company could run, like an agency could run something like this for a French company uh, and, and, you know, just charge the services without any expats or flexpats in China? Would you say that's possible? I think the figure of the, of the flexpats would still be needed in the you know, professional environment. And, and I see that uh, at least in, in two ways, two categories of job that a, a flexpat might still occupy. The first one is would be the creative uh, job and the second one would be the manager job. The creative would be, for example, a designer or a copywriter. And you would need him to produce content that is uh, faithful, that is good with the, the foreign brand identity and the, the creative is also able to understand the foreign audience in case that's your target, of course. The same thing, I would need um, a Chinese creative if I want to target a Chinese audience, but the input of a foreign one would be extremely useful if your products is in fact foreign, if the brand is, is a foreign brand. The second category, like the manager, would be in charge of executing the, the strategy to develop the brand, the foreign brand in China. Uh, leading the team and ensure that a high level of quality is delivered. Also acting as a link, a bridge between the local team and the, the HQ abroad. I really like how you explain this because we have these questions a lot, of course, right? So how can FlexPets differentiate in China, both from Chinese professionals? And that's, for me, that's absolutely clear. You know, we in China, so every company will try to use Chinese professionals to do their job but also from other flexpats and expats, you know, maybe you want to find a job in China, but the company you want to work for, they sent an expat from, from France or from Germany because they say that it's important to get somebody from their own company. Mm -hmm. So if you would say, if, if you were a flexpat and you want to find a job in China, so you graduated from a university, you maybe had an internship in China, you have a, a strong background, but you know, you still have, um, strengths and weaknesses, of course. So what would you say, what kind of skills do you need to really differentiate in China in this position? I think it, it, it's very true. Um, we will all, I think we will need FlexPat in China, but in the coming years, it will be increasingly difficult for foreigners in China to differentiate themselves from local talents. Education, level of education, or being able to speak Chinese, I mean, or not, would be less and less relevant in finding a job in China. Other skills would be required. For example, in the marketing and branding industry, 
creativity, we already, already talked about that before, but creativity would be the key, I think, to differentiate yourself. Flexpad that which that that wish to strive in this industry they would need to be able to 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 produce content that is on point that is relevant uh, engaging for for with their audience expectations and also I would say second point critical thinking it is extremely important and may help Flexpad to differentiate themselves from local talents. By critical thinking, I mean giving constructive feedbacks, to be detail-oriented, to always looking for the best results. This is, this is important. This is something that a flexpat could um, use to differentiate himself. To me, I mean, to sum up this point, I think the chabudo, like the average mindset, it, it doesn't have its place in marketing and in creative industry. You need to be extremely careful when you create content. You need to, to put yourself in the shoes of the people that are going to receive the content you create. And you, you, you need to think like them. You need to understand them. You need to find the best thing that resonates with them. And uh, a third point, a third skill that would allow Flexpad to differentiate themselves from local talents is working hard i mean there is no it you have to do it you have to work hard and to show strong resilience because unlike locals flexpat they're not here in their country china is not their country they they has to work to stay in china and by that i mean literally because if you don't work you don't have a visa a working visa i mean you can get other type of visa but i mean if you don't work you don't get a visa and if you don't have visa you can't stay. Simple. You need to work hard to stay in this country. And I think that this mindset, having our backs against the wall, you know, if you don't work, I mean, you don't get the visa, you have to go home. Being in this situation means that we have to work super hard and show resilience that Chinese people don't necessarily think they can often change employers if they don't have a job. I mean, they just mm, take the time to look for another one. They just don't get a salary, but they can go home. Their family is just two hours by train. Or, I mean, some of them, they don't even have to pay a rent because they, they, are, they, they, they own a, a flat, you know, or the family own a flat. So they don't have such pressure. And this is an advantage, I think. So to sum up, creativity, critical thinking, and, and working hard are the, the best skills to differentiate yourself from local talents. You know, I really like what you said because I totally agree. In my company, I work for a Chinese company as a sales director, and my job is to make the company international. So I think I'm in a much more hustle than you are because I'm surrounded by Chinese and it's their company. So if I don't behave, then I'm going to be out. Absolutely. Right? But, but, but for me, what I try to, to push here is that... I, you said Chabodor, I said Zoe Buswanibu. This is what I absolutely <laughs> hate. You know, people, Zoe Buswanibu, to the audience that haven't learned Chinese yet, mm. you know, there's always time to do that, but for them that are not sure about this, Zoe Buswanibu is just, you, you cross that bridge when we come to it. So we, yes. we will decide that later. And that is a very Chinese thing to do. It's not negative, it's just very Chinese. And if you're doing project management, absolutely, it's and marketing, like what you said, marketing, project management, critical thinking, it's Zoe Buswanyebu or Chabodo, it really, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't help because yes. 
it's difficult to get to a, a result that is actually in the customer's mind. And the same for me, right? We build machines and it's very important mm. to get to a result where the customer will say, I agree, this is what we, what we wanted to have. And if you just always change your, your concept every few weeks, the people, you know, international customers, you, they will be really angry. And um, for Chinese, it's okay because the relationship is first. Yes. And, and that is something where I am coaching my team here to achieve exactly what you just said. So I might also say, I think you also have a similar role that you also educate your team in areas where you say, normally I need a flexpert to do this. But would you say you can train your team to reach the same level of what you were just expecting from a flexpert to do? I think flexpats have some advantages they have some some strong points in chinese that they have their own the right thing is to balance all of that in my opinion no that's that's really i totally agree that's that's really a good good way to to move uh, because you want to have a good mix a diversity works right so yes totally understand so one very important topic here. We were speaking a bit Chinese. What do you say? Do you have to speak Chinese for your job? Um, is it a must-have or nice to have? I think it's uh, it's a nice to have. Um, speaking Chinese. Well, first, speaking Chinese makes your life in China so much easier, and you can you can interact with locals, uh, with Chinese people, you know, in a very authentic way. It is also very useful in marketing because as I explained, you need to, 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 to think like your audience. You need to understand them uh, to, to be able to produce good marketing. It allows you to, to, to understand, for example, the last trending topics uh, online on Weibo, for example, and produce content that is extremely relevant with your audience. That's how you, you, you get the best chances to, to be viral on, on, on Chinese social media. But on the other hand, you know, not being able to speak Chinese is not a problem either. I mean, it can be bypassed. Uh, I know some foreigners, they run creative agencies, marketing agencies, and they don't even speak a word in Chinese. And they're doing great. I mean, there are some, some very good agencies performing very well, even this year in 2020, you know, it's not easy. This year. But how they do that, how they bypass that first, I mean, they know this they know the weakness the fact that they don't speak chinese and they are cutting themselves probably from a better understanding and they so they rely on the highly skilled local teams they surround themselves with local talents very good talents to carry out projects and to execute strategy they, they work on the strategy but they rely on excellent people to 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 carry this strategy uh, i think second why they how they do to to bypass this the fact that they don't speak Chinese, they are themselves extremely creative, extremely creative people. And if you remember, I mean, this is to me one of the critical skill you need to develop if you want to differentiate yourself and be successful professionally, of course, in, in China. That's how they manage to stay competitive among foreigners and even locals. I totally agree with what you said. So I would go a bit more far, I think. I would say if you work in China, it's a part of your life. So most of the people who work here as Flexpert, they're rather young. So I would say, see it as a challenge. Mm. So try to learn Chinese as best as you can, but try to learn something else first. 
Yes. Prioritize on your job. So I'm working in building machines and selling them. So my job is to do project management and sales and understand the production and understand the EV industry and get on stage and do keynote speeches and so on. This is my job. If mm -hmm. I can do that in Chinese, okay, even better, of course. Yes. But, but that's not the point. If, if I would want to do this in Chinese, I would just send my colleague. You know, that's not, that's not my differentiator. But if I don't understand what's going on, it already happens now because we have lots of WeChat groups where uh, customers discuss with suppliers and, and uh, our, uh, our team here. And sometimes I read it, sometimes I don't. And normally I don't because I would just say, okay, guys, if I need to know, just tell me. But sometimes they don't tell me, you know. So I really the only way to, to get to know what happens is to read the messages in the WeChat groups. And of course you can translate but it's still difficult. So I agree with what you said, but I, 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 would, I would still say, if you want to be happy in China, learn, learn Chinese, you know, mm. really go dig into this. And I do think you speak pretty decent Chinese, don't you? Uh, y yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes. A few words. Ah, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't believe you. You must be really, really well. Okay, but please leave us with a key piece of advice for FlexPets and please be a bit aggressive here. What would you say what FlexPets need to do to be successful, just as you? You're 27, right? And already uh, yeah. kind of in a best track to management career in China. <laughs> okay, so to be straight to the point, one key piece of advice, I'm going to give three key pieces of advice. The first one is work hard. Like we said, if you're young, especially, you don't have to care for, uh, I don't know, your, your family. Your family is probably well. I mean, you don't have kids. You can go out to network, meet people. You can do extra hours. I mean, not all the time, of course, but this is the moment in your life, in my opinion, where you can work hard, work a lot. And it is not time waste if you, if you make it uh, fruitful, productive, you know. Second would be to be patient. And this is not only professionally, but this is on every aspect of your life in China. Uh, you need to be patient in China. You need to be patient with local people. You need to be patient with the speed of the, how fast the project is, is being carried out, you know. The first one is to have a strategy. Don't go, I, I, I know a lot of foreigners in, in China, they are talented, they are hardworking, they are patient, just like the, the two first pieces we said before, but they don't have a strategy. They don't have a roadmap. They don't know where they're going. They don't know, I mean, what they want to do in the end. So they spend like five, seven years in China and then they come back home and they do the same job without growing professionally or not without a lot of savings even. So, I mean, what's the point of going in China if, if you don't grow? I mean, at least that's my thinking. So yeah, work hard, be patient, have a strategy, have a roadmap ready and, and hold on to it. And I know you're 27 and you run like complete campaigns for WeChat and social media marketing in China. I've been here for five years. It's really hard to believe. You know, I'm 37 and I've just been here three and a half years now. And I sometimes I wish I would have had the balls uh, to come here <laughs> earlier, just like you. So I, I also totally support what you said with the roadmap and the strategy. So, but I think your example is exactly what our audience can follow. Is it okay for them to contact you and learn from you? Yes, of course, yeah. Um, they can 
contact me on WeChat. I would have, uh, I would be happy to 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 have a call with them. Or I'm in Shanghai, so if you are in Shanghai, we can uh, go get a coffee someday with pleasure. Of of course, and we'll link your LinkedIn. Of course, I think that's the easiest way to get in contact and then take it from there. Thank you yes. very much, Arno, and Cici, and Zatien. Thank you a lot, Francis. Thank you for listening to the China Flexpad podcast. Visit our website for more exclusive insights at www.chinaflexpad.com. Bye bye and zaijian.